This, 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 this is mythical. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. This is Dispatches from Myrtle Beach with Charles Neal and my son, Link, from Good Mythical Morning. How you doing, Link? I'm doing good, Dad. How are you doing? I'm doing good and ready to swing into another show and see what we can get into this week. Can I ask you a question about the swinging into stuff? Because that's something that I think at like the very beginning of this show, you just you, you it surprised me when you started talking about all this swinging things into a circle. Like, how did it, is this something that you said before the show, or is this something you started with the show? I I think it just kind of started with the show, but it was just because of us, uh, me and Nancy dancing and swinging around and stuff. Because it was spinning at first. It started off, it was something about spinning, spinning around. Yeah. And then it became swinging around. Yeah. But you shag, you don't swing. So when you say swinging around, you're still talking about shagging. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. But you don't do all, you don't do a lot of swinging when you're shagging. You kind of do it <coughs> close up with one another before you're kind of close. But you know, out here, dude, you can, you can run across some swingers out here. And you know what I'm talking about? Swingers? Uh, I, I reckon couples that, uh, switch their, uh, wives and husbands back and forth with one another. Bingo. Now, I've not been propositioned. I'm not saying that. This is actually just hearsay. But, you know, I've been told that if you put two uh, Adirondack chairs out in your front yard, it means that you're a swinger. <laughs> I never heard that one. Because they, 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 you know, they try to, like, subtly attract each other. You just don't want to, like, be pumping your gas and you look at the, hey, neighbor, are you, are you, do you swing? You know, you kind of want to keep it subtle. That's what I've been told. Like I said, okay. I, this is just hearsay on my part. But have you ever met a swinger? Somebody who's just, you know, that's they're just out and out with it? Uh, I'd have to say uh, years ago, I knew several people that they used to meet at a club in Sanford and that's put their names in the hat and have a big time that night. And then they pulled the names out and that's who they went home with. What? And were they married couples? Yes. And how many couples are we talking about? 
I don't know about that. I won't never a part of it, but uh, but they they like was, it, uh, more than two couples, like at least three couples. Because what what's the point of putting names in a hat if there's only two couples? Uh, probably probably a half a dozen couples. Twelve people. Yeah. And these were people. These were acquaintances. Yes. And this is fascinating. I mean, I guess if I don't know, I just can't see it working out. I mean, if you're just, I don't know. I, uh, you said that you weren't party to it. What was your opinion of it? Well, you know, back in the seventies, it was kind of one of them things. Whatever flipped your switch, you know, <laughs> didn't flip my switch. Because you say you're, I, I mean, you'd say you're on the same page, but I'm like, are you really though? Are we really on the same page here? I don't think. I think all this was going on before I ever. Me and your mama got married, so I was single then. So, oh, you, you just kind of knew it was going on. You weren't invited to that but, party. You didn't have an Adirondack mm-hmm. chair. <laughs> no, I didn't have no chair. You've seen it all. Yeah, I've been around two or three things. Stuff <laughs> happening. <laughs> <laughs> but we, so we're swinging around this week, but it's different. You know, we're doing a different kind of swinging. Oh yeah, and a different kind of shagging. That's right. We're keeping it da- we're keeping it in the dance realm. Well, <clears throat> I got a pretty interesting holler out from uh out to our youngest fan, okay, Millie. Said, My name is Jen and I live in Leeds, England. I like to put forward that I have your youngest Myrtle Beast on earth because my daughter is seven months old. And we absolutely love watching and listening to your podcast. I don't think there's anyone out there that's younger than her that's a fan of yours. I challenge the other listeners to find a younger fan or we we will hold the crown indefinitely. Oh, Here is Millie enjoying your latest show. Logan, cue up the picture on the screen. Oh, my seven months old Millie. Now that we've got the YouTube version, Millie's just soaking it in, learning some <laughs> Southern. Ain't that some? Learning some Southern over there in Leeds, England. Isn't that crazy, Dad? So, Millie, you keep watching. You keep watching. Maybe we can get somebody younger than you, but I, I don't know. Hey, don't Millie, know. we gotta, we gotta, hey, you Millie. gotta make yourself a hey. crown because we don't have one. You make your own crown. You can go to Burger King. I think they still give those out, but just scrawl some dispatches from Myrtle Beach on it, and there you go. And then you can hunt, you can have the crown. Yeah. I guess we're saying if there's somebody that's younger, they need to send in a proof. They need to send in a picture. Yeah, they need to send another picture in like uh, Jen did, Millie's mom, that she's our youngest Myrtle Beast, so... I mean, what do you think Millie is learning? Like, I mean, what are, what are we doing to this little girl? Yeah. Sometimes our uh, emails that we get, I don't know if they're, uh, I, I'm kind of glad that she don't understand what's going on sometimes. Maybe after she gets to be about a year and a half old, maybe she don't need to be letting her watch. Uh, you know, uh, stuff, stuff goes over the young kids' her- heads. I mean, hell, yeah. some of the stuff goes over our heads. Doesn't it? Way over. <laughs> yeah, way over. We're just ha- we're having a good time, you know. You can have oh, a yeah. you can have some good, clean fun with some dirty jokes. It's okay. We're a, we're human. We're human. It's just you know, 
It ain't hurting nobody, is it? No, we and and we don't make we don't make the jokes up. Our listeners send them in to us. That's so, right. You know, we we're just putting them out there for our listeners to keep sending us in some more stuff and everything. So, have you gotten any negative feedback from anybody, Charles? I like your I like your show, and I love that you and your son are making are making this time together, but. I just don't know about those jokes, Charles. Are you getting any of that? Any negative feedback from anybody? I don't think so. I mean, so, I ain't heard anybody good. say anything yet. But somebody maybe maybe they just don't want don't want to approach me with it or not. Maybe we'll see after we talk about it this week. Maybe they'll approach me and tell me whether or not. You know, if we're getting a little risque once in a while or something. So, And what would you say? What would you say? i just tell them like what I just told you. I said, hey, we we just have people to send us emails. and we, You pass the you buck. Know, we just think they're – and, yeah, that's right. We're we just going to keep putting them out there and see if you <coughs> come on around and what's going on with us and everything. Yeah, so You'll come around. You'll come around to it. That's what you're going to tell them. Just keep listening. You'll come around to it. <laughs> I like that. Because that's, right. that's, be- that's yeah. better than saying, hey, well, don't listen if you don't like it. That's better than saying, you'll come around to no. it. It's like, you it's, like, mm-hmm. it's like we know something they don't, but they'll, they'll, they'll catch up. You'll catch yeah. up. It's time for another edition of Myrtle Beach Mailbag. <whistles> well, I... It's speaking of emails, I got one from Stephanie M. It says, what does Pinocchio's lover say to him? Okay. Well, the nose gets longer when he lies. So what would the lover say? Take a trip down south and lie to me, baby. I say, lie to me, lie to me. Yeah, but you got to add something to it because it's just like, it was like, oh, it's so sexy when your nose gets long. And then what? That joke only went halfway there. I don't have a clear picture of what's happening with Pinocchio and his lover. But I bet you I can Google it. You you might can, but all Stephanie's got on is won't sort of lie to me, lie to me. Okay. She She's already got the imagination to know that that nose, every time he lies, it gets longer. So, And then uh, what? Uh, the more he lies, the longer it gets. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So you just have to use your imagination with the more he lies, the longer it gets. What What's going on with his nose? Okay, I am right now, and I'm not going to describe it. Okay. <laughs> I got another email from Madison J. says, a guy is sitting at the doctor's office. The doctor walks in and says, I have some bad news. I'm afraid you're going to have to stop masturbating. I don't understand, doctor patient says. Why? Because the doctor says. I'm trying to examine you. What? Okay. Tell it to me again, Dad. Run it all together. Is there more to it? Was that it? I'm trying to that examine you. Oh, yeah. So. <laughs> okay, I think I got it. 
<laughs> Run it all together. Run it all together. <laughs> a guy sitting at the doctor's office, the doctor, the doctor walks in and says, I have some bad news. Mm-hmm. I'm afraid you're going to have to stop masturbating. I don't understand, Doc, the patient says. Why? Because the doctor says, I'm trying to examine you. Oh. Mm. Yeah, there's a time and a place. Yeah. You know what? I got a friend who shall remain nameless. All right? This is not anybody anybody knows, and this is not a story I have permission to tell. So let's just say I'm making it up. But it's a friend who will remain nameless. And this friend said, he said, uh, you know, I found I found a little bump down there uh, on my ball sack, like a little, you know, a little something that I didn't think should be there. And I wanted to get it checked out. And I was like, that's good. You know, you should don't just because it's on your balls doesn't mean you shouldn't go in and get this thing checked out. So he goes into his doctor and this doctor is a, uh, a female doctor. And he describes it, and uh, to his relief, she did not examine him. She just said, well, do you want to come back in for a a sonogram? You know, like for, I guess, for for pregnancy, same thing. He sonogrammed that thing. And uh, so he came back, but it, it ended up being the same female doctor. And, like, she gave him a, a paper towel and said, um, Use this to hold up your penis so I can sonogram your your balls. Testicles. Your testicles, yeah, yeah a.k.a. testicles. And um, I was happy to hear that uh, she said she, this is what she said. This is what he said that she said once she had examined him. She said, I didn't find anything remarkable. <laughs> <laughs> I said, oh, man. So she searched and searched and searched, couldn't find anything remarkable down there. I was like, well, it might have been under the paper towel, man. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but back when I used to go, I had to get an examination for like to make sure I didn't have a hernia before I could play soccer. And when you're like going through puberty and then you're like, you got to drop trowel for, you know, uh, but my mom wouldn't take me to the damn doctor. She would take me to the the health department where she worked because I could just get an exam for free. And it was just like, damn, I got this woman who's like working with my mom, grabbing up under my grabbing up above my nuts to see. I don't know. It was just awkward. And at that age, you're you don't know what's going to happen. You hear all these rumors it's like, well, if you get if you get excited, then then. Uh, the doctor may have to thump it. I remember thinking that somebody told me that. I was yeah, like, well, you know, if that thing, if you, if you, if it runs away from you, they may have to thump it. I'm like, oh God, please don't, please don't get, <laughs> please don't get Mister Happy. I don't want it to be thumped by my mom's coworker. That's a nightmare <laughs> on a nightmare. It's so embarrassing. Hi. I'm pleased to report that they found nothing remarkable. <laughs> no thumps needed. Have you heard that? That they yeah, might have I've to thump it? it? I, I heard it years ago, like you did. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. If I, I'm trying to figure out. We, we, we might have to do some uh, 
looking in on to see if that's really so or not, if they can thump it to make it go down or not, if that really happens. How we gonna, I don't want, yeah, I'll let you do that research. I, I don't see how you can thump that thing, and I don't care who's thumping it, it makes it go down. <laughs> I don't understand that. Yeah, let us know. Google it and let us know, Dad. New merch alert. Get the new Randler mascot sweatshirt now. It's available in red and gray and features the Randler Imagine in the style of a college mascot with a color nod to written Link's alma mater, NC State. Get yours now at mythical.com. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Okay, I got another email from Peyton Lee. It says, I'm a ranger at Hamilton Branch Park, at Hamilton Branch State Park in South Carolina. I usually work during the day and love it, but recently I've had, they've had me working the night shift alone. At first I was honored, but it turns out I'm terrified, terrified of the dark. Terrified of the dark. Right now, my main comfort is listening to your podcast, and that does all right in keeping me company. But I need something else to help me boost my bravery and aid in me getting through these spooky nights. Any ideas? (laughs) I got an idea. I just think you need to give him a pep talk. He's a ranger. Good gracious. She's a ranger. Oh, Peyton. Okay. I think we don't. Uh, well, I guess it could be a man or a woman, couldn't it? Yeah. Hey, don't say whether she's, I reckon I interjected that she, it, it was a lady, but maybe Peyton is a man that's a ranger at the state park. I think you need to just give Peyton a pep talk. I mean, I don't know if you're afraid of the dark. I don't know if you can relate, but let's hear it. Well, Peyton... <clears throat> When it's dark, you just can't, as you well, as well you know, especially if, if the moon is just st- starting in the first part of the moon thing, there ain't a whole lot of light, and it's really dark then. But, you know, being in the dark, and when you get used to it, you can still see some movement and stuff around you, and if anything's going on, but... Being in the dark is not anything different than what's around you in the daytime. So you kind of just need to put that in your head that said, well, when I was working in the daytime, all this stuff, there wasn't nothing that much going on around me. But now it's night. You know, just put it in your head. There ain't that much stuff going on around me now. You, uh, the only thing is you just can't see that far off from you and everything. And maybe, maybe hope that... Uh, uh, animal or something don't get too close to me but you know being a being a ranger i know they have all them lights on them trucks and all that you know give you a a, a, one of them good flashlights where if you need to use it to see 
something's going on around you and you just need to get that thing out where you can use it just to keep a check what's going on around you. So just try to be strong and be be brave about being in the dark and maybe after a, another week or two, and if you're working at night, you'll get over uh, being all, being nervous about these spooky nights and everything that's going on. You'll get used to it like you do about everything else you have to get used to with the job. So just keep doing your job and uh, do the best you can do, Peyton. That's all I'll tell you because uh, I can't see no more than at night at dark than you can. So I appreciate you taking such a tender approach, Dad. I just thought you might say, you're a ranger, Peyton. Grow a pair. <laughs> Are you ever afraid of the dark? Sometimes I have to take my, when I take my, my trash around in my trash can, if it's a little bit dark, I find myself running back in the house at a, at a fast trot. <laughs> well, bears come out at your house at night. So you... That's right. They might break your collarbone. <laughs> You've never been afraid of the dark? I don't think so, because I don't, I don't, you know, I've always thought that if it's something in the dark going to try to get me, they seen, probably seen a bad day with what's going, unless they really get a hold to me good to start with where I can't get a hold of them. So uh, if somebody gets a hold of me at night and it's in the dark, they, there's going to be a tussle going on to find out who's really in the dark and what's going on. Ooh. So, yeah. If... If you're in the dark, they're in the dark. Sweep the leg, gouge the eye, <laughs> pluck a testicle. Well, I hope that helps you out, Peyton. And I we'll, think it will. We'll send us a, if you need to send us another email, send it to us. Headlamps. You know, get yourself some headlamps. You're a ranger. Grow a pair of headlamps. <laughs> yeah. All right, Link, now we've got a new segment, and it's called Non-Dirty, Dirty Word of the Week. <laughs> and we're going to see if you can figure out what the word means. Okay, so it's it sounds dirty, but it's not? Sounds dirty, but it's not. I have your word on that? I have, You have my word on that. Okay, all right. It's time for our Non-Dirty, Dirty Word of the Week. The first word is fuck sheet. <laughs> Well, <laughs> is that how you say it? Are you sure it's not like fuke sheet? Fuke sheet. Is it? And is this? Fuke sheet. I don't, I don't know. Is it? Could... <laughs> Woo, that had some percussiveness to it, Dad. It hit me. It hit me. Hit me like a light beam in the dark. Um, is this? This is like an American word? Or is this another language? No, it's an American word. It's not dirty? Well, I would think it was a special type of something you lay down before you go at it, but I have no, I need a hint. Like, what what realm are we talking about? Is this something that's like, what realm would I use this word? Is this is this in the realm of like mechanics or? Sailing. Oh, sailing. This is a nautical term. For <laughs> this is the list of things that could go wrong. <laughs> All the things that could go wrong in a boat. <laughs> the fuke sheet. <laughs> totally fuke sheet. I don't know. Is it an actual sheet of paper? 
No. Is it one of the sails on a boat? Mm, that would be correct. Oh, which one is it? What is it? The, the sail attached to the ship's foremast. And that's the big pole at the front. The foremast is one where you put the sail up. Fuck sheet. If I say, it, if I yeah. say it with another accent, it sounds like you could get away with it. <laughs> that's, okay. Okay, well, another reason not to sail, you know, you offend somebody. Raise the fuck sheet. You want to try that role play segment again, Link? I'm game. It's time for another edition of Let's Role Play. Okay, so I'll I'll throw out a scenario. We'll each we'll each play characters. Okay. All right. What kind of who do you want to be? What kind of character you want to play? You do a good John Wayne. I remember that. <laughs> yeah, let's let's do John Wayne. All right, we're gonna we're gonna do a western. Um, so you you. You, you be you be John Wayne. You're sitting at the you're sitting at the bar drinking whiskey, and I and that's gonna make me Batman, I guess. So, all right. So you you start off talking to the bartender, and I'm gonna come in through the doors. Hey, Pilgrim, pour me some another shot of that whiskey I got there. I'm, I'm mighty thirsty. I need another drink. sitting down next to you. I'm Batman. Hello. You ever seen a Batman How before? How you doing, Pilgrim? What, I'm you, not what a you pilgrim. doing in here? I'm not a Pilgrim. I'm a superhero. I'm a crime-fighting detective. I'm undercover. That's why my voice is like this. This is not my normal voice, John. Yes, I do know who you are, John Wayne. I could I could tell by hearing that accent a mile away. <laughs> yeah, you you're gonna have to get used to it, cause uh, yeah, I, we, if you if you're Batman or whoever you are, it's, I, I'm I'm Mister John Wayne to you, cause I've been around this business a lot longer than Batman has. So <laughs> you're gonna have to uh, see what you uh, really need to. Get into. Oh, is that a challenge? Yes. Do you want to take this outside? Well, I don't think, you know, if we go outside and we do what we're going to have to do out there, I I don't see you don't even have a gun on you, and I got all these guns on me. I don't think it'd be fair for me to take you outside. Look at this belt. It's it's got lots of utility. There's a batarang, and then there's there's some capsules here. Would you would you like would you like a pain reliever? Here. Oh yeah. Take a, take a pain reliever. What kind of pain reliever is that? Viagra. Oh, is that a pain reliever? Is that? You, of a sort. Not... Come on. Now are you ready to go outside? I, uh, I'm already going out. I can't go out. outside. I've, I've got something going on down here at the bottom down here. <laughs> my my penis is standing straight out now. What are you going to do with that? <laughs> I'm not going. Well, 
I'm not going to do anything with that. I don't think. <laughs> you could have been a little more subtle with it. <laughs> okay. We're going outside. Come on. I'm grabbing you by the shoulder. Just the shoulder. I'm taking you outside. Back to back. Get back to back, back with me. To back. Get back to back. We're in the street. Back to back. We're, here we go. Going four, outside. Four paces. Walk the direction that your member is pointing. One, <laughs> two, two, three. Three. I'm Batman. And I'm John Wayne <laughs> with the Viagra that you took me. And I've got to go on somewhere else and I ain't got time to mess you. I got to find another woman over here in the saloon, see if I can get something done with this erection. So okay. we're going to have to hold off on this. No, it's too late. I'm, thro I'm throwing my battering. You're a long ways away. Where, where did I hit you? You thumped it. It's gone down. <laughs> I thumped it with a batarang. No need to Google. No, that's right. No need we to Google anything, John. <clears throat> it works. Yeah. So, is you're welcome. Don't. You need to be careful when you're giving somebody any more of them pills, so you that you don't know what they are. But what's going on with them? So, Honestly, Batman, you... Yes. Yes. Batman, just, just don't do that anymore, especially to me. <laughs> well, that's some tough talk, John Wayne. Don't do that anymore, <laughs> especially to me. Well, you know what I was thinking? I was thinking that I was going to give you that Viagra and all of your blood supply was going to go, well, you know, go... Go down into your, below your utility belt, you know what I'm saying? And then I would have easily, easily, you would have easily succumbed to my, um, to my battering, but my aim is a little off. And you, my plan was thwarted. Can we because be friends? When you, when you're a cat, when you're a cowboy and you get something like that, it makes sure that your holster steals. Holds on and, and stays on. You don't fall off or you can get to your gun. Put your gun away. Don't shoot. I didn't shoot. I didn't. Hey, I didn't have time. We were, we was worried too much about this Viagra, what happened with it. Can we be friends? Yes. What do you we want to do now? Go back in the saloon and get another drink. Okay, let's do that. I'm Batman. I'm John Wayne. The end. Did you like that story? You think we can adapt that into like a, a play or something? Maybe that can be an off-Broadway thing. Oh, yeah. And it would be, hey, that would definitely be an off-Broadway thing. Way <laughs> off. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the erection monologues. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Well... I don't, we've got into a lot of stuff this yeah, we did. week link, so uh, different things. And of course, we've always said that we've gone uh, have fun with what we do. And I hope all of y'all have fun with what we did today. And I did. I had a lot of fun. 
we we keep swinging into stuff and and seeing what we can get into. And if you got a joke or a question or a comment you'd like to share with me, just email me at ratherbeshagging53 at aol.com. We put our we put our names in the hat and we had to see what who knows what we'd pull out and what would happen. Y'all have a great weekend. We can't wait to spin your world. And it, it's good talking to you again, son. So it's always hope a you pleasure. Have a good week too. I'll yeah. try my best. I'll keep you posted. Well, have fun. Bye. I love you. Love you.